Cut. Oh, fucking cut. Now I'm gonna you go buy. No, no, I'm gonna go purchase one. That's the problem. This, this ain't for me. Well, I was like, you know, the background is mom and dad was addicted to crack cocaine. Okay, right. All praises to the most high. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Doc Holiday Show, where we love to uplift black men, black women. Black teen, black child, black royalty, and today I am joined by another black royalty. There's plenty of black royals in Memphis, but here's another one. My brother, the legend, legendary Kenneth Moody. How you doing, man? Doc, I'm well, man. How you doing? First of all, let me bow down to you, no, brother. Memphis, man. no, Memphis State legend. I say this all the time now it's because of guys like yourself. Memphis State basketball players, the only reason I signed to go play football at Memphis State because I didn't even know they had a football team, really. <laughs> but I used to watch y'all, so much respect to man, you, man. Man, Doc, I appreciate it. You know, Doc, it's, it's, it's people like yourself. You know, one of the things I do in my role going around, whenever I see my elders, I always give them their props. Yes, Because if it weren't for what they did, I wouldn't be worrying. But every time I see you, man, I'm in your presence, you always give us older guys that prop, man, for that. And I can appreciate that, man. Thank you so much, man, for doing that. Hey, that's the proper thing to do, man. Yeah. I, and I tell Dre Turner the same thing yeah. when I see him. I'm like, bro, I know you're probably going to get tired of hearing it. Just like you. I don't give a da- I'm going to show you how much prop and respect no, I have for you all, man. We appreciate that. I'll tell you, it means a whole lot to us. So thank you so much, man, for doing that. Appreciate it. Now, Brother Moody, now I know about you. Tell the people, the world about you that, you know, where you're from, your upbringing. I I know you're from Memphis, but yeah. just, just get a world, man, a synopsis of who Kenneth Moody yeah, is. So I appreciate that. I'm a youngest of 11 kids. Grew up in South Memphis in a single-parent family. Uh, as you know, grew up poor. Um, uh, had an opportunity. God blessed me to give me a chance to go to Memphis State at that time. Now it's University of Memphis. Play basketball there. I'm a husband and father. Uh, three beautiful girls that I'm, I love and I'm proud of, and I love and proud of their mom uh, as well. And um, I've been in government now for 20 years. I, again, I, I've got a unique skill set, Doc. God has blessed me that I come up in the single-parent family, youngest of 11 in South Memphis, poor, get a chance to play basketball for Memphis State Tigers, get a chance to travel the world free, uh, get a chance to rub elbows with business people. And then he takes me to the next step in 96 when Dr. Harrington, who was mayor, uh, gave me an opportunity to work for him for 13 years to learn the ins and out of city government, uh, to take that opportunity I learned from Doc for 13 years, now on a roll with Mayor Strickland as his special assistant. But every role I've had, Doc, has allowed me to stay in tune with my people, have allowed me to stay in tune with the community. And, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you, being the youngest of 11, man, I got still got brothers and sisters that struggle. You know, I still got brothers and sisters, nieces and nephews that live in poverty. Mm-hmm. And so that keeps me grounded. It keeps me personally in touch, and it keeps me personally motivated to make sure I never, ever forget where I come from and that I never, ever stop working hard to make it as fair as it possibly can. And, you know, as, an, as a race, we're 400 years behind. Yes, sir. It'll never be equal. Mm-hmm. We can't catch up. Mm-mm. But when you got a voice like we have, you can do all you can to make it fair. And, Doc, that's what I've tried to do my entire career in city government is to represent the whole city. But as you know, I know, man, it's it's our community uh, where the most help is needed. And I've always tried to make sure, man, that I gave it every ounce of energy that I have uh, to make things as fair as we possibly can for our people, for this city. Man, this city has been great to me, man. I, I want to tell you, man, like, like I say what you say, but when I go out, man, and 
when my kids, I played ball only before my girls were born. So they know nothing about yeah. Kenny Moody, the Tiger basketball yeah. player, right? I do. I you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but when yeah. we're out and about yeah. and, and fans and Memphians recognize me, my girls are like, Dad, you, you must have been somebody. You know, I'm, I'm still somebody. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it, it's that yeah. man that has embraced me. And I will tell you that I'm who I am because of my mother. Uh, my mother, again, raised 11 of us. Uh, single parent, my father was killed early on in a car accident. And, Doc, she was the best earthly example I ever had. God is my heavenly example. But I saw that lady pour everything she had into us, give every, make every sacrifice that a single parent could make uh, to make sure we had everything that we had. As poor as we was, Doc, I don't ever remember missing Christmas presents. I don't ever remember missing Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving dinner, Fourth of July dinner, Easter suit, Easter haircut. I don't remember missing any of that because she sacrificed. And so as I take on this role as a husband and father, uh, I, in, in any role, I make no excuses because I never saw that woman, God bless her soul, make any excuses uh, about her situation. She was a, young, a parent of 11 kids. She had those 11 kids. She felt like we were her responsibility. And, man, she did. And she, number one, made sure we had, we were grounded in the Lord. You know, so, Doc, so my whole life, my whole career, whatever I do, at the end of the day, it's not being a given account to man. It's knowing that at the end of the day, I got to give an account to the good Lord, and he don't miss nothing. nothing. He knows it all. He miss nothing, and you read what you sow. So all of that makes me, man, who I am. I'm a still a sinner saved by grace. God's still working on me because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got some growing yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, we all you know, do. Because I'm human. Yeah. Uh, but I, I am being blessed, and I try again to share those blessings with as many people as I can. Now, Kenneth, we're looking at the Kenneth Moody now. But take us back to that young man, that young black man in the city, South Memphis, the youngest of 11. Mom is great, yeah. but it still influences all over the place. Yeah. Take us back there in some of those challenges and struggles because we know it's always a, a, another road you could have went That's right. or you can go. Yeah. Talk about those challenges and struggles in that South Memphis neighborhood, man, and stuff you saw and what made you not go that route. Yeah, you know, it was tough because, as you know, we grew up in similar neighborhoods and mm -hmm. communities, and you see some families have mom and dad working to have those nice things. Uh, and it was tough as a kid. Mm -hmm. because it was tough being feel like you were valued. Right, you, 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 as a kid, you place value on materialistic things. Mm -hmm. You know, if we ain't got the biggest house or the nicest car, we don't mean as much as this family does. And so that was the struggle that we had. Because again, I tell you, Doc, when my mother poured everything she had to us, and she provided for us. I mean, there were other people in our community would come to our house, you know, to play mm -hmm. basketball in the backyard, yeah. pitch horseshoes. Yeah. You know, so the struggle that a a black kid had back then, we had. I dealt with it. my brothers and so I had to, my older brothers. The clothes got passed down to me. You know, you know, you didn't. The shoes got passed down mm -hmm. to you. You wear them Converse where you know wore them until they said "cuh." Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know. What I mean? Yeah. And so, I mean, it was that mm -hmm. we grew up in that, and so that made me want to work hard. But watching my mom struggle and work hard, and the other thing that got me was that when I was age eight, I had a brother who was age fourteen that passed. And I saw the strength in my mother. As an eight-year-old, I watched her. But when I got older now, and I remember how she handled the loss of a child and how much strength she got in that, it just kept motivating me. It was always her that motivated me to want to work hard and want to do it. And I will say this, i never forget, um, there were also times in my life 
when I when my mom would say to us five was five boys and six girls, she, she would have to call my high school principal or my junior high school coach or a deacon at our church or my pastor at our church and say, Yeah, I I, I need some help. You know what I'm saying? They, I can only do so much as their mother. Yeah. These boys need me, and I, and I will tell you this: God has always blessed me uh, to have uh, impactful, influential men in my life, and, and some of those were my pastor from First Baptist Church Lauderdale, Dr. Charles Dinkins, uh, my high school principal James Smith, uh, Coach Larry Fence, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, Dr. Willie Harrington. Yeah. You know, all my life, um, my high school coach Doc Thornton. Uh, my junior high school coach, Eldridge Henry at Riverview Junior High School. Yeah. Uh, all of my life, Doc, there's always been, God has always placed a positive male in my life to help and show me how it is to be a man. My mom showed me how it was to be responsible and to grow up, but there was always those perfect examples for me to what it takes to be a man. And so um, as a boy growing up, um, I had the same challenges and struggles as many of our kids do. That's why for me, and I know you feel the same mm-hmm. way. It's our responsibility to go back to these communities, yeah. go back to our neighborhood, and say to these kids, "I mean, y'all, we could do it. Y'all can do it." Now they face more challenges today than we did, yeah. you know. But we, it was tough on us as well too. But we owe it. When we don't go back and we don't give back, I mean, it's our fault, you know. And so I, I, I carry that as a responsibility. It's not a burden. It's a responsibility. So those, to your your question. Those were the challenges I faced as a young black as a young black boy growing up in the inner city, uh, trying to work hard and to make it. Uh, and I say to our young black kids today in the inner city, boys and girls, uh, it's challenging, but you can do it. Look at us, man. Yeah. You know the odds weren't in our favor. No, no, not at all. No, we. You know the odds were not in our favor, and so, but we worked hard, we persevered. God blessed us with an athletic skill that allowed us to get a free education. Mm-hmm. And to see the world and to meet and mingle with people. This is a Doc Holiday show. God is good. You know what I'm saying? God is man? good. God you know is good, brother. Yes, sir. See, when yeah. I when I get the Kenny Moody show, <laughs> then I'm good. But this, I mean, just think about yeah. I mean, we mm-hmm. are examples of what hard work, man. You were one of the few you've been on radio, you've been on TV. Yeah. I mean, you have been blessed. I mean, you've been you you been you 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 worked hard. Yeah. Nothing's been given to you. No, sir. No, nothing. No, no, if no. anything, it's been tougher for yes, you. Yes, sir. You yeah. know, than your other counterparts. Yes, sir. You know, in yes, this industry. Yes, sir. You know, and you survived. Yeah. It. And now you've got your own show, and so um, you you face those things, child, and you worked your butt off and worked hard, and we all have to do that, but we have to give back and never ever forget where we come from. And, that, and that's the thing about it: never forgetting where we come from. And yeah. speaking of where you come from, is myself as well now. What they talk about young black men and show black men as criminals and this is what. And I'm like, no, bro, the most majority of black dudes I know not like that, even though we grew up in the hood. Right. And some of my friends, I'm pretty sure like some of yours, decided to rob and sell drugs. I didn't go that route. But, you know, but a lot of them, even though they was doing that, when they used to see cats like us, they'd be like, hold on, bro, bro, you, we, we ain't finna let you do nothing. Right, exactly right. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about, you know, some of those instances yeah. where they like, no, 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 brother Moody, we, we, you, you stay, you stay, you stay over there. Yeah, yeah Doc, man, that is such an important point you just hit, man. We had those guys as much wrong as they were doing. Yeah. They weren't gonna let us do it. Exactly. And we failed our generation today mm-hmm. with that same kind of direction and encouragement. Yep. We have. I mean, we felt we, we do all we can. You know what I'm saying? But we get caught up sometimes in our own personal lives mm-hmm. and, and forget. But and, but we had those individuals that steered us the right way. I tell people all the time, Doc, nothing, I, 
I could meet the president of the United States, and he can say to me, man, I read your history, you're good. And that means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. You know what means more to me than anything? When I go back to the hood in South Memphis. Yes, sir. And I'm stopping at the store pumping some gas or grabbing something before I go see a sister and brother. And the dude that was on the corner when I was a kid yeah. see me and say, hey, Moody, man, we proud of you. Hey, man, let me tell you. Because what that says to me is it isn't that so much I'm glad they're proud of me. They know I ain't forgot where I came mm -hmm. from. You know, and so that means more to me, man, I'm telling you, than anything when I can go back. And when I can go back to my neighborhood, man, I'm, I'm – it's a different environment. Yeah, it is. But yeah. I ain't scared, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them. Yeah. You know, and so when I see a kid walking down the street, you know, I ain't scared. You know, I'm one of them. I'm going to try to encourage them. But, man, I'm so glad you made that point, man. We had those individuals who weren't always doing right to say, oh, no, nah, man, you know better than that. You can't. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to end up like me. Yeah. That's what they would say. Yeah. And we got to do a better job as a generation, as responsible black men to go back to our communities. Uh, be it at schools, be it at community centers, and say to those same young brothers, and, when we see brothers and sisters, say, yeah, no, nah, man, that ain't the way to go. But the, the, the challenge we face, though, Doc, is that it needs to be repetitive yeah. to them. Yeah. You know, we see them every now and then, and we say that to them. They got to hear it all day, every mm -hmm. day, because if we see them 13, 15, 20 minutes, you know, a week or a day, mm -hmm. and then they go back into this environment for another 23 hours, that's gonna have a big influence on them. So we gotta figure out, and I'm challenging me, you all of us, we gotta figure out, man, how we go back into our communities, influence, encourage our people uh, to be better. We gotta be better, man. We gotta be better. We gotta do better uh, for our kids and our communities. And you know what I learned, Kenneth, man, because I've talked to, and people that know me, they know me. Yeah. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm in the hood. I'm staying in the hood. That's where I be. And if I see a young royal doing something they ain't supposed to be doing, I'm going to say something. And you know what I learned? A lot of them want that. Yes, sir. They appreciate yes, that. Sir. They may seem like, but they want yeah. that guidance and correction. Yes, indeed. I mean, you're right, Doc. I mean, we, we just tend to, I don't say we because we don't, people tend to write them off. Yeah. I mean, he he does. No, nah, we can't give up. on. Just think if they had to deal us like yeah. that. Just think of those ones that said, come on, y'all, do this with me. Come on, I mean, think where we would have been. So we can't, you're right, they yearning for it. They want some love. You know what's, what's cool now, Doc? You know how back in the day when we were coming up, you know, we were in our 20s, we would never tell another brother, man, I love you. Yeah. That was weak. Yeah, we do it now. I love yeah, you, yeah. bro. Oh, man. Matter of fact, I, I, I love I, you, bro. I love you, man. Yeah, I love you, too, bro. I love bro. you. Yeah, yeah. You can do it, man. Cassius, I love you, too, yeah, bro. Yeah, I love yeah, you, yeah, man. Yeah. I love yeah, you. You yeah. know, and so yeah. we, we, we didn't do that. Yeah. We got to do more of that. Yeah. But lip service is one thing. Mm -hmm. Action is another. And so that's why, again, I'm so grateful in the road that I have. God has blessed me because I get a chance on a daily basis to do that. My wife and I are church members at New Saras Baptist Church, and she often talks about what can she do more in the church. And we, we think about that, but I'm blessed that every day, my role in city government every day is reaching out to the least, the last, and the lost and trying to help them. And so as she is searching for what she can do, it's my day-to-day -day job mm -hmm. to do that, and I get a good feeling for doing that. And so um, I'm blessed, man, but we cannot forget, you know, to reach back. Yeah. You know, to reach back and grab one of these young brothers, man, uh, and say, hey, man, come on, man, you can do it. I was, we were there. Mm -hmm. You know, we were in it. We had the same challenges, the same problems you have. You can do it. But now, we got to do more of that. Now, where you are now, Steps, Memphis State basketball, yeah. started playing with the legendary coach, for the legendary coach, Fence, and Dana Kirk, which, you know, superstar. I mean, I looked up to you. Get through there. Then Mayor Harrington runs for city mayor. You yeah. got involved – 
Talk about that old yeah. process, man. Your first foray, I guess, into politics yeah. and working for such a strong king. You know, yeah. I don't want to say yeah. black king, just yeah. strong he, king as Mel Harrington. Doctor Man. So if you look at Doctor Harrington's life, grew up in the inner city. I think his mom and grandmother raised him uh, in the South Memphis. Went to Lamont. But look at what Doc did, man. He was a school teacher. He was a principal. He was a, a superintendent and mayor. And so, and, and, and I, I like telling the story. I love telling the story. I had a chance to talk with Dr. Heron a couple of weeks ago. And I went to him, and I was going to reminisce with him how it happened for me. So, Doc, let me share with you how this happened yeah. for me. In 1996, the, the, to this day, uh, the most traumatic loss for me I had was my mom. I lost my mom New Year's Day 1996 uh, to breast cancer. Uh, and talking about how can take the wrong path. And at that time, Doc, I wasn't working. Had a wife and two kids, and I was living in my uh, childhood home in South Memphis on Victor Street, and man, it was tough. I mean, and you talking about a mama's boy, dude? Let me tell you, yeah. I'm the youngest of eleven kids. Yeah, right? yeah, of course. I was mama's boy. Yeah, of course. You, you know what I'm saying? And so, man, it devastated me. I just, you know, I did not. I didn't. I didn't think I would make it. I mean, it was the most devastating thing to date that I've had to deal with. And so this was New Year's Day, '96. Uh, I struggled, Doc, for five or six months. Um, fast forward, May of 1996, uh, Gail Rose, who's a prominent white female in the city, the Commercial Appeal had did an article on my mother, naming her mother of the year, for having raised all 11 of us by herself. Uh, all of us went to high school, graduated. And uh, Gail was a ex-husband, Mike Rose, who started, or ran, Holiday Inn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gail read the story in the paper, and she said, man, this black lady raised 11 kids by herself. None of them went to jail. Here I am, a millionaire. I got three boys in the story. I got to meet that lady. Yeah. So Gail calls the commercial appeal, the guy that did the article, and she says, you did this story on Miss Moody. I want to meet her. And you, you had to know my mom. Mm -hmm. So the, the guy calls Miss Moody. There's a prominent white female in Memphis, read your story, wanted to meet you. <laughs> my mom said to him, Man, I didn't do that story for no sympathy. Oh. I don't need to meet nobody. Don't call me with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so fast forward, just to get to the point. So Gail was persistent. Yeah. She ended up being uh, my mom's protege for 10 years. And when mom passed, Gail was one of the last people she wanted to speak with. And so when mom passed, Gail came to the family. Uh, and again, this is 96. Dr. Heron got elected in 91. Mm -hmm. So he had just started his second term. So Gail came to the family and said, hey, Miss Moody meant so much to me. I want to honor her. Uh, he said, well, we said, you know, our faith, mom's faith was was, was strong. Uh, a donation to the church would be great. But more than anything, starting a scholarship found in her our memory would be great. And we want to do that at Lemoyne. So we were able to do that. So, you know, girls and me, now we poor black folk, we ain't got no money. Yeah, yeah, you know, so yeah. We, we say to Gail, we say, hey, well, you do this for us because we don't want nobody giving us nothing. Now, that's yeah. how my mama raised mm -hmm. us. We said, if you would help us uh, put together a banquet, where we can sell tickets and raise money to help start this scholarship fund for my mom, we'd appreciate that. And she said, okay, let's do it. So imagine now we're talking about a single black female in the 50s, 60s and 70s, right? And so we end up, Doc, having a, a, a benefit down at the Peabody Hotel in my mother's memory wow. uh, to raise money. And so as we were putting the program together, we said, who, who do you want to speak? And, you know, it, 
that's the first time me and all my brothers and sisters ever agreed on the same thing. We yeah. like, we <laughs> yeah. want Dr. Harrington. Yeah. You know, he yeah. just got elected mm -hmm. mayor, and we, well, you know, we don't know how to get in touch with Doc. Mm -hmm. When you got money, you got connections. You got connections. You know, yes, you know it's like, money talks. Money talks. Money talks. Money talks. You know, so Gail's yeah. like, okay, I'll call mm -hmm. her. So she calls him. We get a meeting. And, uh, you know, actually, it was interesting. I wasn't with the family at that time. Randy Wade, who was in the sheriff's department, mm -hmm. knew how I was struggling. Penny, Hart, Penny was playing down in Orlando. Mm -hmm. Randy had taken me away to Orlando just to get away, to try to leave me. So when Miguel and my brother and sister went to meet with Dr. Harrington, I wasn't with them. Uh, and so uh, uh, they went to meet with Doc, told Dr. Stewart and Doc, said, let me go see if my, my schedule do it, I'll do it. So fast forward, we had the benefit dinner at the Peabody. I'm the spokesperson for my family. So we're sitting at the Diaz, Diaz like you and I. I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting here, Dr. Harrington's sitting here, and Dr. Charles Dinky, my pastor, sitting there. And so Doc and I were just talking, and Doc was like, Ken, what, what are you doing these days? You know, I'm like, man, this is an opportunity. I'm, I'm, I ain't got no pride now, you know. Yeah. I'm like, Doc, man, I ain't working. I'm struggling. You know, I you know, my loss, my mom, my rock. You know, I'm, I'm you know, I can easily go that wrong way right now. Mm -hmm. And when we were talking, and by, but we didn't get a chance to finish the conversation, they were introducing Doc for him to get up and speak. And so I, we didn't finish our conversation. So they introduced Doc. He goes to the podium, says his speech. You know, he never met my mother, but you know Dr. Harrington. Yeah. He, 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 made, he made everybody think he knew my mom yeah. all her life. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so yeah. he finishes his speech, Doc, and then he comes back towards his seat, and he turns around and goes back to the podium. Mind you, now, he and I never forget finished our conversation. Mm -hmm. He turns around and goes back to the podium. He says, good Lord wouldn't let me sit down. He said... Ken, I hope I don't embarrass you. He goes, I was sitting here, y'all, talking to Ken. This is in front of 400 people in the Peabody. Coach Finch is in the audience. Yeah. He, he said, I was sitting here talking to Ken, asking him what he was doing. And he told me he was struggling, wasn't working, lost his mom. Ken, if you want a job, you got a job. Be in my office Monday morning at 8 o'clock, and you go to work for me. And Doc, that's how my career in City goes. So that's what Willie Harrington means to me, man. He... He reached back, and we talked about reaching back and helping mm -hmm. brothers out. He reached back and gave me an opportunity at a time when I could have gone the wrong way. Yeah. You know, I, I could have my wife and two kids wasn't working. It was tough. I could have gone, but God touched his heart, and he gave me that start in city government. I worked 13 years for him, uh, walked away after he uh, re re retired, didn't work for four years, and I came back with Mayor Strickland. And this is how God works. I was able, I've been able to take the 13 years I learned with Dr. Harrington and in the role, and I'm so grateful and thankful for the role Mayor Strickland has given me uh, because he's allowed me a role to take my skill set from what I learned those 13 years and be an impactful role in working for him as his special assistant. And, man, he has encouraged me. He's given me the resources that I need. He's listened to me, uh, and he's provided me a platform of influence that I have been able to grow and understand it ain't about me, it's how I use that to make people. So that's how I got my start in city government. But I want to give you two examples of something. Yeah. Uh, two of the most humbling experiences in my life. Mm -hmm. um, when I finished playing this b basketball for the Tigers in 87, you know, you, you're, you're that guy. You know, you're really? playing your Tiger basketball. You know, here I am 30 years later, and it's still a big deal. Yes, sir. But when, I, when my career ended there, Dot, and I was not, you know, I was still Kenny Moody, but not the one that the fans were embracing, that I could, you know, get a little something on the side. Yeah, 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 of course. You know, yeah, that, you know, uh -huh. that, yeah. 
When Statues of limitations you, you are over. That's yeah. gone. That's 30 years ago. Yeah. 30 years ago. It was mirror yeah. state. It's yeah. mirror. Exactly. Yeah. And so when I when I left that road, dog, that was at 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Man, that was a tough fall. Yes, sir. You know, but my mom had prepared me for it. She had said, son, when your career's over, you, people will look at you differently. You'll see what you really mean. To. So that was the first one Hamlin experienced me. Fast forward to 2009 after my career with Doc in it. Um, and during those 13 years, you know, when you're working for the, for the mayor, folk call you, you know, yeah. they won't take you out. Man, when it's a 2009, I got a wife and three kids, and we've done well, we've lived a good life, uh, and, and we that ter- term ends for us, and man, folk wouldn't call me back. Mm-hmm. You know, this I'm, I'm 40 years old yeah. at that time, yeah. right? And so it, it, re- it re- I reflected back, and I was like, man, I ain't gonna say, man. I was like, damn. Yeah. You know, what man. Yeah. You know, what yeah. I'm like, man. Yeah, yeah. Here I am, man. And, mm-hmm. and that, that, but it taught me, you know, Doc, is that as long as you got something to give people, you know, you're you're good. But when that influence runs out, man, but it it prepared me for this because now this road, Doc, it ain't about me. Because I know when that special assistant to the mayor goes away, I ain't gonna answer my call no yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I expect yeah. it now. You know, I'm not going to be so heartbroken mm-hmm. and distraught because God has humbled me twice in my life, many more times. Yeah. But really, those are the two times he humbled me and made me realize, boy, you better serve the Lord, help people, don't ever look down on people, and do all you can to help. And so that's what's made me who I am. We, I've been humble, man. I've been humble to the point where I know now that this ain't about me. God's using me. Mm-hmm. He ain't through using me either, Doc. No, he's not. You know, he got more work for me to do, uh, and we're going to continue to do it. And talking about that work, because you're right, you're right, because yeah. the special assistant to the mayor will eventually have to come to an end. Right. You know, then you have another transition. But right. special assistant to the mayor comes to an end. Yeah. But you you may want to take the special assistant to the <laughs> off. <laughs> that part of the sentence, you know what I'm saying? So have you ever thought about other aspirations because you're very experienced, you're in with, you know, all crowds and all eco- socioeconomic levels because people respect you because you're real and you're genuine. So, I mean, have you ever thought about something to where we say, okay, no special assistant to the – got erase that part. You know what I'm saying? So have you thought about something like that, uh, Brother Well, you, you know, Doc, about a few months ago, I announced that I formed an exploratory committee to run for county mayor. Uh, Shelby County Mayor. Shelby County Mayor. Okay. To run yeah, for Shelby yeah. County Mayor. And so uh, we are continuing that conversation. I mean, we'll, we've got to make a decision soon. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and, and, and so we are definitely, again, with my 20 years experience, my being able to communicate in every segment of this community, my knowing every segment of this community. And that, for me, that was the one office where I see that it's about Shelby County. Uh, I'm a Memphian. Been here all my life. Memphis is two-thirds of Shelby County, but Doc, we face some times now where we've got to have a strong voice that can unite all of that, from Germantown, Collierville, Arlington, Bartlett, Millington, to Memphis. Uh, we, we are facing some real challenging times, and uh, we are strongly considering that. I feel good about it. I would tell you that the encouragement I got, this wasn't something that Ken Moody woke up one day and so I think I want to look, run for Shelby County Mayor. Yeah. Uh, it's from my experience. It's from me knowing what's needed. It's from people in the community uh, that have encouraged me to do it. And so we are strongly considering that. We've been prayerful about it, my wife and kids, and got a good team around me. And so uh, in the very, very near future, uh, we're going to make a final decision. I feel good about it. I mean, hey, you know, I, I, I'm proud of you, man. Yeah. I think I think it would be a great idea, you know, to, because we need – 
strong leaders. We need strong people. And you know, you see two Titans going, you know, yeah. you're like, hey, sit back and watch the, watch the two <laughs> clash of the Titans go at it. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I, I know you'll do an amazing job because you've always done an amazing job. And, it's, and before we wrap it up, now people here, special assistant to the mayor, tell them exactly what you do because I'm going to say this. You ain't got to say nothing. I, I know when Mayor Strickland was <laughs> Going to run for mayor, I said, "Oh, he got, Ken oh, he got Kenny Moody. Oh, he probably gonna win. <laughs> oh, he got Kenny Moody. I, oh, he probably gonna win. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you, you know, in order to be, be mayor of the city, you got to have some strong right. brothers and sisters right. with you. It is what it is. Right. So, but talk about what special assistant to the mayor does because I know you do a lot of good, a lot of great it, things. You know, since you when people ask me what I do, it's really hard because yeah, I do everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, police fight crime, fire comes to your house, yeah. puts. I do it yeah, all, man. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Which is it, those 13 years I've mm -hmm. learned all the city government. I'm putting the work now, so it's all inclusive. I mean, it is talking to a CEO mm -hmm. and, and dealing with their homeless brother, yeah. you know, on the street, yeah. and all of that, you know, in between. And so it's a unique role and it's a unique skill set that I take that it takes to do the role that I do because I got to make sure number one. Mary's got all the information. I mean, I'm the one that keeps the pulse on the community. Yeah. That's every community. Yeah. That's the black community. That's the white community. That's the Hispanic community. Uh, that's the, the rich community. That's the poor community. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm that one what person. What about us in the middle, man? Us in the middle, yeah. too. I'm, 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 I'm like in the middle. Yeah, I'm like yeah. in the. See, I, yeah, you, well, I'm on the other end. You <laughs> now, you're right? on the rich yeah. side. No, you're no, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, so yeah. God has blessed me, as we talked about. I've been blessed and fortunate to have access to every segment of the community. And so I'm able to offer insight in a perspective. And this is this mm -hmm. is no being branches. I'm, I bring a perspective that nobody else brings. Mm -hmm. You know, I bring a perspective. I'm a team player, you know, in sports. Yeah. We're team players, so Have we to. know what it is um, to be a team player. We also know what it is like when they hand you that ball off and you need to make a play. You got dang right. You got to do it. Yeah. When that needs a shot needs to be yeah. made, you know, I need yeah. to make it, right? And so yeah. when it's time to step out and and, and, and and be the important person you need to be at that point in time, we know how to do that. And so my role has been one, again, I can't thank Meryl Strickland enough for allowing me in this role, but giving me the access, the resources, and the influence I need to be successful at this role. So I do some of everything. You know, we, we I do it all. Yeah. You know, I do it all. So I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. Uh, but you know, do a little bit of everything. Oh, you're a master of a man, man. Yeah. Now, lastly, I gotta ask you this question though, because I know when, 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 when we run for politics, especially you know for seats here in Memphis, Shelby County Mayor has to deal with everybody. Yeah. But I love my people. Right. But our people be like, it's supposed to be all about us. So yeah. how do you, you know, how do you feel like if you do make that decision to balance that? Because you know we want we we want yeah. that attention. Yeah. I mean, what I have to make our people realize is that how important it is to have a conversation with both communities. Yeah. You know, we get better uh, and we make the, but we, I gotta make sure the other community know too, mm -hmm. that it's just as important as our community to get better. Yeah. Cause when our community is better and doing well, things seem to be much better. Yes sir. You know, so it's a conversation, Doc, it's a, and I'm glad you brought that up. It's a real conversation we gotta have. Mm -hmm. I gotta be able to say, and I know I can to our community when it's our fault. Hey, we gotta, yeah. we gotta pick it up. We gotta do better. We gotta yeah. do better. Mm -hmm. Then I gotta say to this affluent community over here, Y'all got to understand over here, you know, y'all living in a bubble. You yeah. living in a world that ain't real to us over yeah, here. Dang right. You got yeah. to understand. Yeah. And so, Doc, that's the uniqueness I bring to any role yeah. is that I'm going to be able to go over here. I'm going to be able to go over there and bring it right here. 
And I'm gonna be real with it, man. You know us, man. We ain't. I can't. You know, if if if, if you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you're wrong, you're wrong. And so for me, you'll see, and you're him, and, and I say this, dog. Whatever I decide to do, God has given me a platform to be heard. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and 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 I'm gonna use that platform. If I decide to run and I don't win, I'm have I would have been heard. And I know that's how God, he's given me a platform to be heard. And we're going to bring a message, if we decide to run, we're going to bring a message that is relatable to every community and bring that all together and make Shelby County better. Because that, that, that's what's important. We all got to we all gotta do better. So when I need to go down to that Fairly neighborhood yeah. and talk to the brothers and sisters down there, I'm taking you with me. Come on, let's you know, go. So we can go, you know, we can go down and hey, y'all. But you already good, though. You I, don't I, need I, me. Right. Yeah, but we, it, we, okay. I, I'm one of many voices. I got you. Got that's you. the thing yeah. I learned. You know, my, it's, it takes more than one voice. Mm-hmm. It's one of many voices. As we talked about going back and, and picking up our brothers and sisters yeah. and giving them courage, I would be one of many voices. But I'm already one of many voices. I mean, what you're doing, the, the example you're setting for people who are in high school now, doing broadcasting, saying, man, I can be, I can have my show. I mean, you set that example for them. I want the same people in the Carver community I grew up, Riverview, uh, Lincoln Elementary community, look at me and say, hey, man, he can he can do a young 11 kid. He grew up poor. You know that's what I'm saying? He's right. worked it. And, that, and that's a different poor. Oh, man. Poor is, yeah. is different See, than poor. I had the P.O. Yeah, yeah. Some folk had P.O.O.R. So you, you got a little bit more if you if you can afford to put the O.R. on. Oh, but you, if you gotta take. Oh, oh, yeah. Man, you put the O.R. on it. <laughs> You had three. You do a little better, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. But I, had, I was the PO, yeah. you know, and so. Uh, but I'm blessed, Doc. I'm grateful, appreciative, man. I, I'm so. It does my heart well, man, to see you doing what you're doing, being the example that you're being an example, and to know that when it's time for me to be a voice, that I got another voice with me that will go with me and help us be real and call it like it is and don't be scared. Big fact, and that's what I like about you, man. You don't code switch. You know, you go to this community, you you still Kenneth Moody. You go to this community, you still Kenneth Moody. You don't turn into Ken A nah. or, or, or Kenneth. Yeah, nah. you still Kenneth Moody. That's all I know. I, I tell people all the time, I, and I know we got to go, but. No, we good. I mean, when we I, good. When I, I know I'm going to see my mom again in heaven. Yeah. I believe that in my heart that I'm going to see her in heaven. And I don't want her to say, boy, I raised you better than yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? I want her. After the good Lord said, well done, my good and faithful servant, I want her to say, boy, I'm proud of you. Yeah. You know, and so that's how, Doc, I try to live my life. But it, it requires work and giving back. And so that's why I'm so fortunate and blessed to be in the road I am. But I'm going to be real, man. That's all I, you know. All I know to do is to be real, man. Well, thank you so much, yeah. Kenneth yeah. Moody, brother you, Kenneth man. Moody, who maybe. He's exploratory. I, I, that, that's so many damn syllables in that word. Go on, take it. You know what I'm saying? But exploring being county mayor. So, man, I wish you all the luck. Thank I thank you, you for joining us. Thanks man. for having me, Doc. I appreciate you, appreciate man. Appreciate you. That's yeah. going to do it for another episode of the Doc Holiday Show, where we love to uplift black men, black woman, black teen, black child, black royalty. Thank you for watching. Until next time, God willing, I'm out. What you cooking, Oh, that's, that was excellent. Yeah, that was excellent. It's real.